last episode on Almost Heroes. We awake in the morning after an eventful evening meeting our new friend Selman. I begin my normal morning routine of sparring by myself. Theltus was sweeping our cell for some reason. I think it's something that the elderly tend to do to give their lives meaning. Junior was doing something in the bathroom by himself for an extended period of time when I heard him yell fuck in a resounding but aggravated tone. Theltus informed me that this is actually a very versatile word that can be used in a number of situations. It's now Relic's favorite word. We had a brief conversation with our roommates about the activities of the previous evening and our altercation with Bone Grip before heading to the mess hall. And then, after lessening the burden on my life force caused by these shackles, I met my friends at the table where we were all eating. Kilron began asking us about our homes, our lives before, and something about a possible escape. I was looking around the floor of the mess hall for rats, hoping to find one that would be my friend. Asher continued to speak about his brother he was looking for, and he described a tattoo that he may have had, but I wasn't really paying attention as I had noticed a particularly friendly looking rat. It was at that moment we heard the bells begin to toll, signaling that we were to make our way to the courtyard for some announcement of sorts. We again saw Captain Roger, the man who brought us here against our will. He spoke about the murders and how they would pay for information. He then read me, Theltus, and Junior's names from a piece of paper, hoping to see us after the announcement. This seemed exciting. He mentioned something else about the moon and a, and a martial lord, but I wasn't paying attention, as I was feeding breadcrumbs to my new best friend Crackers. After the announcement, we approached Roger to see what sort of questions he had for us. He told us that he intended, uh, he told us we indeed had the pleasure of meeting the warden. Relic is making so many new friends here, it's very exciting. The warden's, quarting, the warden's quarters were quite ornate. The room was filled with weaponry and all sorts of draconic imagery. And the warden himself was a very imposing, chromatic dragonborn figure. He mentioned how he was very interested in meeting us, as we had already made a name for ourselves here. He even offered us a form of employment, where we were given the opportunity, opportunity to work for him directly. He wants us to be his eyes and ears within the camp and the quarry. He also started mentioning something about how this land once held the power of dragons and it could bring about the second age of dragons and something about dragon souls and how the stun batons can detect these sort of things. And how something that has to do with the connection of the quarries and there's a prophecy of some sorts. We should report our findings to him, I think. After the nice meeting with the warden, we headed to the quarry for an uneventful evening's work and then back to the mess hall for some dinner and some light plate thievery. While getting ready for bed, Kilrong again mentions that we should all... <clears throat> Kilrong again mentions escape. Now we should get out of here. Asher immediately objected, pressing, and then after that, we pressed for the true nature of their relationship, which Kilrong said that that information should wait until after curfew. Thank you, Relic. And with that, I give you episode six the Tor Drakkar. We pick up in the room. The five of you present. Uh, Kilron, Asher, and the three of you. We'll say it is curfew now. 
um, before we kind of dive into it, there would have been a little bit of time. Did was there any sort of crafting or any, any anything that anybody wanted to do? Otherwise, you probably have you'll have some time before, likely afterwards. Oh, good. Uh, personally, for Junior, I imagine he would be uh, far too fixated on the the potential foxes in the hen house situation okay. great can't really dive into work if uh <laughs> you can get killed while doing it all right um i think that kill ron has maybe been killing some time in the room and it's been quiet but now darkness outside has set in and uh he kind of hops down from his bed and all right, then. Asher, I think it's, uh, I think it's time we show him. And you hear a long sigh out of Asher. And, and he looks at the three of you individually. And, I, yes, we, we met each other the day we got here and, I offered much friendship and the the kindred friendship has been so greatly appreciated. What we're about to share with you, I would give my life for. And so I don't share it with everybody. Well, because we could lose our lives for it. So as long as you three know what's at stake, I'm going to trust Kilrun's judgment here and hope that you guys can be trusted with this information. And Kilron or uh, Asher steps to the door and he pries the door open. You see him stick his head out ever so slightly and kind of peek around turns back it's clear let's go and he ducks out the door and Kilron says don't worry we're, we're not going too far as he slips out the door um and he come on then let's go if you want to know. But after this, I don't know if there's much going back. And he pauses at the door. I think Junior would um, kind of take a defensive position behind Beltus. Uh, and look to Feltus and Relic and go, I'm I'm happy to go if you guys want to. But uh I'll I'll make sure you stay up, Feltus, or at least someone can get you out of there wherever we're about to go. I've no idea what's about to happen, but I'm game if you guys are. I feel like our life is already uh accounted for, so what's another another risk 
Relic will go. I think that Theltis um, <clears throat> would have been, I think his stance, his posture would have been very apprehensive, would have even maybe taken a step back away from the door um, until uh, Junior basically, you know, vouched for him and said that, you know, I, I have your back. Uh, something that, you know, Theltis would never expect, but welcomes. Um, and I think with that, you see his resolve harden a bit. And <clears throat> um, I guess there are many ways that we could find ourselves in an incredible amount of mortal peril by following these two that already clearly know so much more than what they've let on. But to be honest, there are many ways that it could also lead us out of here. So, if we're in it together, then I think we may have a shot, even if it does turn out to be a trap of some kind, whether laid by them or another. Well, I appreciate the step of trust because it is definitely a step of trust for us to show you but I will tell you that it does end in escape well if that's the case kill Ron lead the way good this way then as he ducks out the door and he immediately hangs right between the cell house next to you and your cell house. And is you see down this I mean I would say it's it's an it is a an alleyway, if you will. Um that backs up against a wall. It goes up to a, a rock wall face that goes up to the upper level. And at the end of the... It's mostly just grass and dirt. Um, but at the far end of it, you see a few planks of wood at the back end on the ground that uh, Asher's head pokes out of. It's just like, well, are you coming? Kill Ron. This oh. is the opposite direction of the Warden's Quarters? Yes. Um, okay. So Good. you okay. literally came out the front door of your cell house, turned right. Hard you turn. Hard you turn. Yep. So you came out, turned right in between the, your cell house and the cell house next to you. And there's a small okay. alleyway. We're kind of headed towards five. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, but it is, you can kind of see that wall there that is kind of that rock face that. Uh, goes up to the upper level where there's more cell houses, but yep, got it. And okay. uh, the planks of wood sit at the base of the back end of your cell house. Um, all right, uh, and uh, come on in. 
and uh, he's going to quietly walk down this hallway or alleyway to where um, you see him get to the planks of wood where Asher is and he exposes it more and you see what looks like dim light coming out of a tunnel. Is it at ground level? Like are mm-hmm. these just these were laying flat on the ground and this is like a tunnel going in at an angle or straight down? You can't tell. Okay. But gotcha. it is ground level at the base of the 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 base of your cell house up against this okay. rock face wall. And the Deltas would continue uh, walking uh, behind Kil, uh, Kilron um, and would, you know, approach the uh, approach this tunnel. Good. Um, any apprehension? I don't want to move. Oh, 100%. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, and lots of it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Feltus is absolutely terrified, uh, mortally terrified uh, right now, not only because of the fact that this is... Uh, highly like suspicious uh from both these people that he only from a surface level trusts um but the fact that that this could potentially put him in danger just to know it and the fact that we are outside and probably shouldn't be all these things are terrible all these things are bad and these are all things that um would uh that are 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 giving uh feltus uh cause for an incredible amount of concern Mm. all right can't dilly dally come on then and uh you see as there is this kind of like slanted tunnel that goes down that Kilron kind of steps into and uh, is able to kind of like feet first slide down. Um, and it goes down about four feet and then it opens up. And... Uh, you would see that there's a dim lit light and space down there at the bottom. How how long is the distance from the planks to? It's about four feet the down to the bottom. Flattening. Gotcha. Okay. Deltas falls to his death. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Ooh, careful. <laughs> uh, he he hits his life alert button. Um, no. Uh, I I mean. So, it, sorry, it, it, I, I missed. Is it, is it a... So it's a slight... Is it an angle? Yep, it's an angled tunnel that goes down about four feet. There are, like, little kind of, like, maybe, like, catch edges. They're not steps, but they are, like, kind of mini steps as you move down, and then it drops down and opens up underneath. How tall is the tunnel? <laughs> How tall Fair is question. the tunnel? Yeah, once you get down to the bottom, ground to... It, is it an adolescent height. tunnel? Um, is it an adult tunnel? Infant tunnel? I would say that it might be a little bit cramped in there for you. At eight feet, I, let's say... Eight feet tall. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm laying down. I'm, like, using the slide. Like, four feet would just be, like, half my body, and then I get in there. Right. Um, I think you hit the bottom of it, and um, it is definitely a little bit snug. You're having to kind of hunch over a decent amount, but... It's like um, the shittiest tool, tool like uh, like tube slide ever. <laughs> just like, the, just, just I'm a dad in Chuck E. Cheese whose kids throwing a temper tantrum at the top of the fucking yeah. yeah. Just stuck in the play place. Playground. Yep. 
Yeah, except for your cargo shorts are just full of fucking dirt now. <laughs> Cannon um, Junior wears cargo shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All those pockets. All those pockets. I mean, you need the pockets. Right, absolutely. Um, you come into the space and you see uh, it is a I'd say it's a eight by eight foot room that's been hollowed out. There are planks of wood along the edges and pillars holding up the room, if you will, supporting everything. Can I do uh, an investigation check as to the structural integrity of these? Uh, I don't know, Dan, help. <laughs> what are the words? What's it? Uh, posts? Well, columns, beams, posts. Oh, load yeah. bearing. Beams. Columns, okay. beams, posts. Uh, Jaboy rolled higher than a 10 for the first time when not establishing RP order and got a dirty 20. You would you would trust that it looks structurally sound. You're not worried it's going to cave in. Okay. Cool. Um, and um, go ahead. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, keep going. Nope. Okay. Happy with that information. All right. All right. Um, there's pretty much an empty room with a hanging candlelit ramp, and on the ground, um, you see another couple of pieces of planks of wood. As, um, you know, they, Asher kind of kneels down and Kilron kneels down and, um, so you can sit or you can stand, but there's obviously something more that you should know. You see, Kilron and I, we're... Well, we planned coming here. Kilron has been here for some time. Much, much longer than I. He's been here about almost a year. Preparing. Looking for ways out, scouting, surviving. We were unsure of what happened... But this land, Aramil, is a sacred place. A place that has so much history that goes back tens of thousands of years. Heritage. I suppose the only real easy way to put it is, is that we are, we are a part of a society that protects this place. We are members of the Tor Drakkar. Um, Theltis, roll me a history check. I was just about to ask. To the modifiers. <clears throat> just going to do this in D&D Beyond. There we go. That is a 14 plus 4. 18. 18, yes. Um, when he says that name, you get some... You recall some writings, maybe in the same space 
as the talk about Aramil. Aramil and the Tordrakar are part of the the same myth, the same folklore story. Groups of people that don't exist. Um, and you, there's not much mo- known about them. Many people thought it to be fake, false, a pretend name. Um, anything before I continue? <clears throat> I, I think Feltus would, would, would look at them and just okay. say, uh, The torture car, I, I've heard, I've heard, I've come across them in my, in my studies, but much like this place, Aramil, I had dismissed it as rumors, things that had no substance at all. It's curious to hear that this is something that actually exists. I beg you to continue. I'd love to know more. Yes. Well, you see, for a very long time, this place has been fought over by powers much higher than us. There has always been tension between the chromatic dragons and, well, the rest of the dragons. Well, not all of the chromatics were bad. There were some that sided with us. I think what Asher is trying to get at is that we, the Tordrakar, have held this place sacred and protected it. Fought over it. Many have died over it. But about 75 years ago now, we lost it. The powers that resided here were lost in an event that you would all understand to be called the Sundering. And when those powers turned off, these powers, the Warden, the Lord Marshal, they took over. We stood no chance. And we've been trying to figure out for some time what it is that they're after. And been trying to, well, claim it back. It's been hard. As now that the sun, the powers have been restored. We are at a major disadvantage. We don't know what the chosen ones are for. But we know that there have been more people taken than there are present in this camp. My brother, he also is a member of the Tordrakar. 
he was one of the first to be taken. And has been missing. Now, you all know that they started capturing people. Now we know that they've been using them to dig for something. You know that it is dragon-related, that there is a curse on this land. But we want to escape, to venture out into Aramil, to find whatever sleeping power exists, and fight against this tyranny. But Aramil is a dangerous place. We need a plan. We need to be prepared. And well, we need your help. No, you don't have to sign your life away in blood to the Tordrakar. But I would ask that you at least give us your trust and confidence. Relic will help you. I don't like it here anymore. And honestly, these things, he's banging the shackles together, they're beginning to be a, quite a drag or a burden on yes. what I think is my actual life force. It's a bit concerning. Well... I think now that you know a whole lot more about this place, it's better that you know that these things, as he bangs them together, are being powered by what I perceive to be the soul of a dragon. An ancient black dragon. Uh, is, if I can um, ask, sorry, Thelsis, to cut you off. My brain is just spinning. Uh, have you heard of a soul being touched by a dragon? That's ultimately, I mean, if these bands are powered by a dragon and those batons are what we've been told to yes. basically track down souls that have been touched by a dragon, if we've all been chosen those batons are going to lead to us every time. Yes. You might not even want to escape with us. We have all been touched by the soul of a dragon. That is why we've been chosen. That is how we were chosen. To be Tordakar or to be here? To be here. How does one they become a part of Tordakar. How do you... I mean, I've never heard of it. Relic was literally under a rock recently. Feltis yes, was for pre quite an extended period of time. How does one even find Tordakar and become a part of it? Well... I don't... Many are born into it. We... Or 
you are shown or show good, great valor when in the presence of one. And generally, you are offered a place at the table. It is a place of respect and honor. Many who seek to earn it often don't. So, and Junior looks to Asher and goes, so you're not actually toward a car. That's why you don't have the symbol that your brother had, right? No, I I am. I am of the Tordrakar. My brother bears a mark that is of higher rank than I. Mm. But I fear that it is that mark that put a target on his head. Right. If you're the group that previously defended the lands that have been invaded, rocking a flag of those people, probably. Oh, no. Yes. Now. I'm sorry for your loss. You understand my challenge and my sense of, well, my lack of distrust for those when I am so close to finding him. Well, we will find him. Fear not. You... Peter gives Brad, like, a real, like, anxious look. He's like... Goes back to the group. Yeah, I think Nelson's I mean, just looking at them. Just looking directly at uh, Asher and, uh, and, and Kilron and just soaking all this in. So do you have a plan to get past the batons? Because... I mean, we got to get past these one, hoping you have an idea around that if you know it's draconic in energy, but also the Batonger is going to find us, right? It's got homing sticks. Well, I don't think that they are have that large of a search radius. Hmm. I think that I don't know all of it. it. It really my interactions with them are a bit longer than yours, but as shallow as yours as well. I just happen to recognize the energy that comes from... How you survived here for a year? Like I said when I got here. When keep a low profile, keep to myself, do my digging, get my rations I don't think your profile was low enough because you were definitely on someone's radar Mm. I reckon I probably am I have when I first got here I was a bit more uh, adventurous and trying to be reconnaissance and learn things and well get out as quick as I can I saw no way of survival and well it earned me a few weeks in solitary confinement and I learned a few more things and some of it is what I will share here now 
the other thing that I know is this one chosen ones they refer to us all as chosen ones because they don't know which one of us is the chosen one they're looking for someone I don't know what but they intend to use that person to open some form of a bridge to another plane to bring about dragons the age of the dragon again and whatever power they use anticipate to harness is likely whatever they know that we don't that they seem to think they're close and what makes you think that what they are intending to do is evil and will cause that won't benefit you in some way or the other dragon kin how do you know that this is inherently an evil deed that they are trying to perform Well, I reckon when you potentially meet the Lord Marshal, he'll tell you about it. They, they intend to bring tyranny to all Sakal and Nuwarda and attempt to cast the shadow of their wings as far as it will spread that has been their goal since the beginning for tens of thousands of years it is believed to be that when the dragons were the first creatures on this plane well some of them I suppose They want that back. And as you have seen, Theltis, most of the Dragonborn guards here don't fancy you. And, well, they don't fancy me. That does seem to be the case, unfortunately. I appreciate your... Well... Being as candid as you have been. I don't imagine that it would go the best for either of us. So, I don't know about the two of you, Relic, Junior, but I have no intention of staying here for a year and seeing if I can survive as well as our friend Kilron. So, how do we get out of here? Well, that's a really good question. Unfortunately, I don't really have a great answer. Besides, we somehow walk out the front door.
I, uh, they have properly positioned this place in a very tough landscape. I don't know if that was by coincidence or by chance based on where they believe that this power exists and where they began digging. But the terrain has definitely been to their benefit. Now, no offense to you, Theltis. I don't imagine that stretching down the side of a sheer rock face is necessarily something you do on a regular basis. Unsurprising to no one, no. And my my ability to use my draconic ancestry to fly is potent but limited. I would only be able to get a short distance before I would drop from the sky likely not surviving the fall. Now... Wait, you can fly? To limited capacity, yes. But I only get about a minute before they would begin to fail me. Well... This can fly. Getting out may not be our hardest thing. It's where to afterwards. I don't know if you paid much attention on arrival. It's a very desolate place. This place remains the closest to a city that I have seen. I've heard the guards speak of some settlements. Um, kind of makes me think weird of who it is that they have establishing these places. Nevertheless, I don't, didn't see any of them. So it's where? Where to? I don't even know where we are. So I One think. One thing at a time. I have heard that there is somewhere in this place a map of Aramil. I don't... I have not been able to create enough connections in order to find out where or who has it. My hope is that's where you three can come in. Leverage uh, your connections. Can Junior do a history check to see if you remember seeing like a table with any documents at the warden's quarters? Sure. Oh, snaps. Uh, 21. You if I'm doing history. Yeah. yeah. You would recall a a table of documents um, with of scrolls and such plans um, things like that okay the only uh, maps that I've seen is of kind of points of interest within the quarry 
the warden might have something. I mean, if anyone's going to have a map and be aware of where the Lord Marshal needs to be, you know, greeted from, it would make sense that the warden might own those things. Or really fully understand the hierarchy that happens here because Roger's a dick and he's only a captain, so I'm not really sure, like, where those all land. Um, If... If I'm not mistaken, the warden is gone for extended periods of time from this camp. If we are able to find a way into their quarters when they are absent, we might be able to take a look around for ourselves. I do agree with you, Junior, that I believe that that is the most likely place, unless Selman has it up one of his many pockets. Selman doesn't have it in his pockets, he might know who does. Yes. I think that's the way to start. I have... I have regularly pried my eyes on the table of the foreman looking for something of a map as well. I have yet to see anything of real value. I... Nothing that really does give off whole map all of Aramil type places. Yeah, they seem pretty focused so purely on uh, the digging and the things that come out. And I think they told us as such kindfully, or kindfully, kindly before they uh, kicked Deltas and I out of the tent, so... Hmm. What's... Um, the room that we're in, it's like a bunch of like boards as a seat. Is it it's just like a den or was there another, did it look like there was another means of going somewhere? Like we've gone down. Is there another down? You don't see another down, but you do see another tunnel that leads out the mm. other side. Well, and just to probably Asher, Asher, what direction, where does that let out? Oh, in my many of nights, I thought, well, I could dig my way out. That that turned out to be a much more challenging feat. And, well, out of fear of not knowing where I would come up out of, I aborted that. But it's certainly not off the table. I just could no longer go it alone. Mm. Relic has become quite proficient in digging. Found that I'm much faster than some of the other inmates. So mm. perhaps I could dig in one direction, and then if that doesn't work, I can start digging in a different direction. And if that no longer works as well, I will go into a different direction until I've covered all of the standard cardinal directions. Then I can start by going northwest. And then I can go northeast, yes. and then proactively southwest and southeast until we find something. That's very thorough of you, Relic. I. You just shoot some thumbs up. I reckon that will take almost about a full year, given that we still must find time to rest, recoup our strength as well as have the energy to continue to dig as mandated. 
Now, it still leaves us with the problem of where and how. I reckon that once we solve those two questions, we can arrive on the means by which breaking out. Obviously, we must find a way to rid ourselves of these bands and uh, we will be free. So, Bill Ron, you seem to have an under, a decent understanding of, well, at least on a basic level of how these function. Do you think, to the best of your knowledge, do you think that they would know when they were removed, other than just by visual inspection? I don't think so. But I can't say for certain. I don't... These things do regularly surprise me, but sometimes they're not... They seem a bit cocky. They're not worried. They're not... They're not thorough. They make mistakes. They... think that they have it all buttoned up. Well, we're on the ship... I tried to pry one off, and it just sort of phased. So that makes me think that physical means might not be the avenue, but he's going to slowly turn towards Theltis and goes, I have an experiment if you're willing to try it. I would love it. You want to Um, experiment here, now? Well... Kind of, because we're underground. Yes. The audio is going to be pretty minimal. And last time we saw this done, Minus felt his yelling at somebody. Seemed like the impact was a lot more than the audio that was required. Is that correct, Feltis? I don't fully understand what you did to them, but you told them to leave and they did. And in pain. So some force was exerted when you spoke your mind yes when my when I speak my mind it can be rather effective we can test my my ancestral psychic weapon uh, psionic psychic either way we can test and see whether it'll be effective I have a backup plan just in case but it's worth exhausting all of our options prior to that well, well, Relic, since you're probably the only person that can carry me out of here, minus Kilron. I... And Junior's going to scoot back towards the corner of this den, and he's going to put all the bands as close together, like just in a fetal position. He's going to look up at Deltas and goes, let it rip. Wow. And he's just going to try to, like, consolidate this scream right at his bands, but he's just going to take the full brunt of it because it's a cone, so... If I might, Junior's buckling up for some pain. If I might offer a word of wisdom prior. Reckon it works. They fall off. What then? Ah, well, that's where the second part of the plan comes into play. I believe that here, and especially once they are unencumbered, I think we have a perfect person who could make a smulkra of these 
and make it look like we are still manacled and bound, but having full access to all of our, what I can only imagine to be rather potent powers. Imagine mm-hmm. the five of us, uninhibited by these, being able to walk under the guise as if we are, but able to sneak into places and use the full abilities at our disposal without them knowing. Very well, then. As he steps back and... <laughs> um, make me a dexterity uh, saving throw, or I guess you can choose to fail it. Choose to yeah. fail. Yeah, he's, he's not trying to move. He is just hunkered down. Do you roll for an attack on this? Yes. Uh, well, it has a deck. It has a deck save, uh, but he can choose to fail uh, a save. Oh, but you don't um, roll for this. It, it's just an action. It's it's just a save, and then it's damage. Um, Wait, if I'm on the ground, am I considered prone? And then do you get advantage? It doesn't work that way. No, that's only melee attacks. Never mind. Yeah, that'd only be uh, for an attack. It's just a save or a suck. So, <clears throat> well, um, given the nature of it, I am going to ask that you roll a d20. Ooh. Ooh. John. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. That's Love a it. that's a random dice. Ooh. I like these. Well, sometimes I like these. Sometimes. It is. It is a nine. Let her rip. Okay. Feldus oh. would move up and trying to be as quiet as possible. He, Junior's he would... sitting butterfly with his wrists, like basically all like all four shackles are just stacked on top of each other. So he's sitting butterfly with like his hands and his wrists. So it's just there are four wristbands all in a that big perimeter. And I, I think the feltist uh, walking up would uh, you would see that little bit of that like purple wisp uh, moving around his mouth, and then would just kind of whisper. Good luck as it blasts uh, blast outwards as close as he can make this cone um, at all of these, um, and it would do 12 damage. I, as it kind of, the waves blast forward. And we, when we described this last time, was there, is was it non-visual? You couldn't see it? So it's technically a psychic attack, which is not, it's not, It's it, you can't, tec- but I think the way we described it is like, a slight like purplish heat haze is kind of mm. how I, I visualize it. Like okay. it's kind of like you see like waves in the air, but you don't actually like it's not like an actual like lightning or fire or something. Right. Like that. That's so maybe like in the same way that you see heat emanating like off our asphalt these yeah. days, or <laughs> yes, um, you just see the wave of heat. Okay. Yeah, I think that it would come out as a, as a as a wave though, um, out of his like a you know. So I, I just don't think it would be fully. It is you can see it, but I don't think it's like like I said, it's not like fire breath where that's right. like incredibly visible. Okay, all right, it's m- all much right. more subtle. No, no, no. I just like to make sure I have have my details correct. Oh God, he's rolling dice. I think what happens is is you see this wave of purple haze heat emanating out of Theltus's mouth directed right at these bands and you see the bands like you, 
quiver and they get hot on on junior and they sh- they're shaking they're shaking but um they don't crack and junior takes 12 points of damage so two things while that's happening and junior's bracing for it like at first it's like warming up or like the intensity's not that bad but once it's at its full blast you see junior who's got like a doughy-ish looking exterior he like just become insanely vascular you just see like a shit ton of flexing and just like muscles that weren't there just kind of rise to the surface and i'm gonna use spinach yeah i'm gonna use a racial feat of stones endurance so i can recover damage a d12 plus three nice so I can attempt to negate the damage, but I, I doubt it's going to happen because you rolled a fucking 12. Um, but, uh, and then the other thing I wanted to do, like, wow. So I picture like he's just bracing and taking it, but can I do an investigation on the bracers to see if they were like struggling to keep up with like the Arcana absorption that they were going through was it like just like could i investigate to see if it like it was just not enough damage or if it was like these things have like a limitless capacity kind of thing yeah um sure roll me an arcana Uh, 16 nice i think as you are watching this happen you're watching the bracers um what does feel like struggle they, they, it did feel like they were under immense pressure and they could have broken but didn't. Okay. And I rolled a I rolled a 2 on the d12 plus 3 so I got 5 five back minus 12 so I, I took 7 damage. Oh, okay. Um, yep. So I, I think Junior's I, like sitting there sweating and he's like oh, it was it was so close. How many how many of those can you do a day? <clears throat> I could do I have a couple more in me, but I don't know if it's if it's going to be an all a one kind of situation where we need to overwhelm its capabilities. From what I'm understanding, it seems like it was in a mo- in the moment where it was being damaged, that was the moment that it almost failed. I don't know if we keep hitting it one after another with delay that we'll be able to overwhelm its capabilities for absorption. And he looks over to kill Ron and goes, would you mind lending a hand? You would like me to use mine? Uh, yes. uh, can I, I also make one quick request, Relic? If mm-hmm. these are magic items, and no matter what really the source is, generally an item can do one thing at a time, can't often do many things at once. So maybe the projection or the ability to phase through physical contact is removed while it's focused on absorbing this arcane power. Can you, in your immense speed, hit as many of these as you can while they're burning miserably can you like strike through and just try to 
see if we can shatter them physically, if not through Arcana. So you would like Relic to punch and kick you in your wrists and ankles while Kilron breathes some sort of uh, magic breath weapon on you? Ideally, you hit the bracers and not my wrists and ankles, but you know. Yes, that would that would be preferable. I got one more. That hurt. I got I got one more in me, so make this one big. It's true what they say about Goliaths. You are rather tough and endurable species. Um, I think I, I think felt this pass out. I think Feltus would look like directly make eye contact with with Junior and. Are you sure that you can do this? Are you sure you want to do this? This could, this could kill you. You see, like a big wry smile go across Junior's face, kind of like clanks them together just to remind himself that he's got a reason. He goes, "Roger's a better Dragonborn." He just, like, stands there and braces for it, just tries to, like, goad it out of you just to see if rage will do anything for you. And he just, like, doesn't even look up. He's just bracing down and ready to take two dragon breaths and a bunch of monk strikes and see what happens. Well, I, um... <coughs> I don't remember the last time I uh, dusted this thing off. What is he again? What am I about to go through? Right? Oh, fuck. What's <laughs> okay, that? cool. It's what? It's lightning, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, fuck. It's... Wait, 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 wait. I take my satchel off that's full of plates. Okay, go. <laughs> I don't want to melt in my pocket or some shit. Well, <laughs> I survived the lightning, but I get, like, burn damage to my hip, and that kills me. <laughs> um, I think that Feltis would... Let it rip again, um, but you know, kind of making sure that uh, that Kilron is going to do so as well as the three of them kind of <laughs> line up together to just wreck Junior shit. Perfect. Um, roll me a d twenty with advantage this time. Given the yeah, uh, first one's Roger comment. That first one was a fifteen. Does Relic get to roll to fuck up my wrists? Mm-hmm. Um, the first one was... Oh, the first one? one. You said with advantage. Yes. So I, I rolled I rolled two. The highest was a 15. Oh, sorry. Ah, sorry. Gosh, gosh, gosh. Okay. The second one was an eight. Yeah. Got it. Okay, so 15. Okay. Uh, I think it goes yeah. without saying I'm doing Stone's Endurance again. <laughs> but that's not going to neutralize much of anything. Um, all right. Uh, yes, relic is going to roll me a d twenty as well. And just for the flavor, relic's doing like a front flip, so he's bringing both <laughs> heels in succession, like down through, through his like wrists, and then into his ankles, like both that's heels, like so sick. Uh. What wrestler used to do that? The the big ass leg drop, but like. I also got a fifteen. I just rolled a straight. I didn't roll with advantage, but I also That's rolled fine. a fifteen. Okay. Uh, also, to be fair, Bobby, I will happily take um, relics damage. Okay. Um, Seems like there needs to be a cost. 
Well, I mean, you're about to take both kill yeah, Because we also need to know how much damage is done to the bracers, so right. I just want to make sure that right. Right. I'm not exempt from the damage, so roll right. away, Relic. Um, yeah, so... Kilron's uh, lightning? Yep. Excuse me. Are you rolling for, for Kilron? <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, Relic right. is going to make me... So you rolled me a, the d20. Now make roll mm -hmm. an attack. Roll an attack. It would technically so, be two attacks because oh, oh. I'm saying there was okay. two strikes because technically I would be able to extra attack. Go for it. So they're both Don't just a uh, d6 plus four right now. No, Wait. no, 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 no. Sorry, let me let me refrain. The d20 was for something completely different. That was a funzy dice. That was that. That is that is a Got you. that is a whole different scale. So, um, what I want you to do now is make me an attack roll on the band on Junior, <laughs> on the band. Well, on the bracer, okay. on the bracer. Okay, because I was gonna say, is there an argument that Junior is like just taking this hit and therefore it's a melee attack and critted? Is it an Instagram? Well, if he's sitting down, forward? isn't he technically prone? Be careful. Be careful how much damage. We're just going to kill. I'm ready for the hurt. I'm just putting out, like, I'm trying to I'm trying to make us not have to do this again for the sake of well, Junior's body. I just <laughs> rolled like both a smaller of the attacks target, straight. Then... I rolled a 10 and 11, so that's a 17 and an 18. 17. I mean, it's going to hit, right? Yeah. So 17 and 18. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, you never well, I know. guess he's not really hitting me, too, so it makes sense on the roll. The, yeah. the I was just day, trying to... He rolled two nat ones the other day, so you never know. Yeah, All me could true. miss. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. all right, all right. I guess it's not necessarily my AC; it's the band's AC too. So that's a good point. All right. So I'm trying to buff this up as much as possible to make this player Ooh. character death worth it. Yep. So, is that a good ooh or a bad ooh? I don't know. Oh no! Is that a good ooh or a bad ooh? All right, let's roll oh, some damage God. then, boys. Deltas, Deltas did an eleven, eleven damage of psychic, eleven psychic damage uh, to to wrists and ankles and bracers. And is um, I guess and for flesh. I guess for clarity, is relic at risk of this blast? So I don't think so because it would be emanating from me, and I would be as close to Junior as possible when I'm doing it. So like I don't, I think everyone would, I would imagine. Well, I guess his Junior's got a relic's got a hit. Relic's got. To, yeah, I guess. I guess. Maybe my feet's getting caught up in it. Yeah, probably. If you're if you're punching as I'm as I'm blasting, then yeah, I guess you would get hit by both me and Kilron as well. Just check. At least your fingies. Finger, your your, your, your punchy your punchy hands and his feetsies, right? Well, I get to make uh, deck saves on those, and your boy's good at yeah. those ones. So that's fair. Yeah, That's the deck yeah, saves uh, are almost like the speed at which you put your hand in and out of the fire without yeah. like turning it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's a deck save of 12, by the way. We'll say mine's the same. Oh, that's a dirt. That's a dirty, the dirty 20. Perfect. And then for Kilron's, um, that would be a 14. I'm, I'm, so it's also I, 12. Yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming it's also 12. <laughs> Kilron doesn't have a player sheet yet. You, you would take half, <laughs> uh, you would take half damage on both those. And then, but just, you know, mm -hmm. Bobby, it's 2D, it's 2D10 for the damage. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say I oh, did I pull did that. I know that information when I agreed. That's kind of more than I thought it could be. 
Yes. This is going to be more brutal than the actual combat that we had, and we're just doing this to ourselves in a small hole under our cell. All right, then. Ready? Everybody ready? Great. Well, um, I guess on the count of three, then, uh, Theltis, you blast him, I'll follow, and, uh, Relic, you just try to hit him. Yes, I'll hit him. Very good. Great. Well, just hit him in the bracers. Hit the bracers, right? Piece of shit out here. Yes. <laughs> just, just for He's clarity. My head. <laughs> so just, just trying to be very clear with you, Relic, here. It's very high stakes. Right. Okay. Junior, Junior looks up, like, thanking Kilron with his eyes. Like, thank God for saying that. <laughs> this is starting to make Kilron a little nervous. Good. All right, then. Ready? One, two, three. And as Theltis, his purple haze heat wave emanates straight down at those bands, and Kilron comes in from above, and you see the blue lightning bolt just light up at the back of his throat, and it just zips down through the heat and uh, strikes the bands and you see the bands begin to shake and rattle and they are quivering and you see them crack as Relic comes in and just pop, pop, and you see the bands bust from Junior's hands. Yes. Yeah. How much damage did I take? <laughs> well, there's 12. Kilron did how much damage? Because <laughs> you made a lot of facial ex- oh, fuck. Right. I rolled almost max and, uh, damage. And Relic did how much? I don't know that he rolled his. I did. <laughs> is, is high. I only rolled max damage on high. one die. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's also 16. <laughs> 45 damage. <laughs> And I was at 44 HP. <laughs> but Stone's Endurance gave me 14. <laughs> so your boy almost went down. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, so I think Junior is just having the ever-living shit kicked out of him and screamed at him. And Junior's just like, gritting his teeth as hard as he can. He maybe like cracks a molar or something because he just like he thought he could handle it and then realized like oh shit, oh shit, like too much, too much but he can't bail out and he's just trying to think of what it means to be outside and free and unlocked and I think by the time it's done and all the bands have broken, everyone's excited Junior is just like the eyes blank steam like emanating from his body just like you don't know if it's the lightning or just him flexing and just it's like the steam evaporating and the like the heat of the room, but he's just like not saying a word, not tra- like not reacting. He is just locked in a hole of his own <laughs> making, literally. <laughs> um, for clarity's sake, the ones on your hands did break. The ones on your feet did not. Okay, that's fair. Did they explode or did they like break open and fall? 
Um, we'll say they fell into like three pieces. Okay. They didn't explode. They Ooh. definitely cracked under the pressure. That actually seemed to be quite useful. Junior, perhaps we try again for the ones on your feet. Uh, um, uh, like Relic no. looks a little banged up too because he caught some of the breath weapons. So there's like some scorching marks on his face. But and then I just cast Wholeness of Body to immediately regain 18 hit points, which is just a monk feat that doesn't require me to use key. It's non-magical? It doesn't require me to technically use key. It's just like a feature. It would be like Fighter's Action Surge. Or like Stone's Endurance. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So I feel like as he says that, you see he's all burnt up, and then it just looks like a video game. It just like looks like you just quaff a healing potion in a menu, and it just goes, and all of a sudden he just looks normal. As he's saying we should uh, do that again to you. I, I think Feltus would immediately put his hand on, on Relic's shoulder to calm him and goes, I think that he's had quite enough, and I think we've accomplished quite enough for now. We know that we can get them off under the right circumstances. I would say that. I would call that a victory. Asher is like, well, you're not doing that to me. <laughs> I don't think I could stand it either. Junior, you're an incredibly, incredibly durable individual, and I commend you greatly. Are you all right? I think I can hear my teeth. And he's just like starting to like flex his jaw and he's just like slowly like loosening everything. Cause I mean, like he's being electrocuted as he's flexing. Like I imagine like his body is just like seized up. You slowly see kind of like the doughy form of a uh, junior come back and he goes, I, I don't want to have to put anybody through something similar. So give me, give me time. We have two weeks before the Lord Marshall is here. Right. So just, just give me. I'm so tired. I just want to go sleep. I think that, uh, I think that that is enough for one night. I think that if the guards haven't rushed into this room yet, we're probably just fine. But I don't want to uh, try our luck much more than that. On the off chance, they thought that mine was lightning in the far off distance. It, uh, you, you mentioned that you were rusty, but it was rather impressive. Thank you for lending your aid and taking the risk. Uh, indeed. It hurt really bad. Good job. Junior, thank I, you um, for putting your body on the line for, well... For me, partly. Junior spits out a filling. Like, I didn't even I didn't know I had that. <laughs> just the middle of your tooth. It's not a filling. Gone. Yeah. I um I think I can learn something from these, and he's gonna pick up the pieces, but he's gonna kinda hold them like a you know, little kids when they do the straw thing with Wolverine claws. To like hold them like between his fingers, they don't like touch again, just in case they do have some mm -hmm. healing properties kind of thing. He's gonna hold him. He's like, I think I can figure something out from these. If not, um, by the morning, I need to have some alternative to the bands I'm supposed to be wearing. So, right, 
you see me in the yard being investigated or anything, uh, feel free to throw some interference my way. It would yes. be greatly appreciated. We will all be on the watch now for Junior, who daringly put his life on the line for our cause. For our freedom. I know that we've just I know that we've just just begun to scratch the surface of this conversation about the Tor Drakar and Aramil. But I look forward to those those conversations and learning more. I um it's been quite quite an evening. And I appreciate all that you've been able to share Indeed. and what you will share in the future. I hope that if we find freedom in this place, that it will reveal all of its mysteries to you. I trust it. This place is older than all of us. It knows. It very well could be alive. Now, we should get some sleep. We have a long day ahead of us. And uh, with that, Aramil, or Aramil, words. Aramil is yours. Asher. <laughs> Damn it. <wrong laughs> You're God. Wrong A word, right? <laughs> you reached level 20. Congratulations. <laughs> hey, season two. No way. Um, <laughs> Asher is going to wander over to the exit tunnel. He's going to gently peek his head up the top. Where'd my D20 go? And fairly reasonably perceive that the way is safe. I think we're good. Let's go. As he crawls out the top and uh, Kilron is I'll bring up the weir after you guys. I think I would want uh, Junior to go ahead of me, if possible. Yeah, I think I'm going to need some help on this one, Relic. And I think Relic is trying to, like, push him up out of, like, the end of the hole. Yeah. I imagine Junior is absolutely spent and just dragging himself kind of up that little four-foot incline, which felt so small before and now feels like a mountain. Uh, do I need to roll stealth to get out? No. no. Okay. Following the lead, then uh, we're going to quickly duck as fast as we can and get back inside uh, the cell. Yeah. I think you all very easily make it into the cell house. Um, and uh, I think we should all get some rest, or that is what I have in mind. And you guys can do as you see fit. I will... See you in the morning. And uh, Kilron and Asher make their, excuse me, bed down for the night and turn in. Uh, anybody have anything before going to bed? Yeah. I yeah, I think that there. I was gonna say, I think there's, I think there's stuff to be done. Yeah, no, I'm. I think yeah. that there, there is stuff to be done. 
Uh, Junior is going to look to the guy and be I don't I don't think you guys should uh, come with me in case your bands absorb magic the same way even for external sources maybe it doesn't have to come from Mm. directly the wearer but it could be just any magical source around it so I'm going to take one shard of one of the bands into the bathroom Mm -hmm. and I am going to attempt to cast identify okay is that just it just does yeah it's a first level spell you choose one one object that you must touch throughout the casting of the spell so I'm holding it right um if it is a magic item or some other magic imbued object, you learn its properties and how to use them, whether it requires attunement to use or how many charges it has. If any, you learn whether any spells are affecting the item, what they are, if the item is created by a spell, you learn which spell it is. Oof. You instead touch a creature throughout the casting, you learn what spells, if any, the cre- are currently affecting it. What? I didn't even know that. I did not know that either. Throughout casting, you learn what spells, if any, are currently affecting it. Mm -hmm. So we could have used Identify to figure out why the fuck Rangrim was going ham on it. Oh my god. Oh, you also could have used it to learn uh, who who had imbued the the power into any of those uh, statues that Rangrim continued to try to animate. (laughs) And then they were already animated. You would have known who animated them. Shit. Cool spell. Good to know. Yeah. I'm glad you guys didn't figure that out last the, campaign. Who would who would have yeah, thought me too. The considering that I had an eyeball that let me cast it basically at will. Uh, I actually, shoved a magic yeah. item in my head to let me cast it at will and I never did that. Nope. Definitely uh, not my whoosh. not Glenn's responsibility to cast identify. That was hundred percent on so, Ranger. You should have read the mm-hmm. paragraph. That's on you. So you need to know the spells, if any, the powers. It's like the um, school of magic. So it'd be like divination, conjuration. There's like six different schools of magic in D&D. If it, if it is a magic item or some other magic imbued object, I learn its properties and how to use them. I learn whether or not it requires attunement to use and how many charges it has, if any. Got it. You learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are. And if the item was created by a spell, you learn what spell created it. So like for an artificer, uh like one of the infusions would be the spell. I was confusing uh, it with uh, detect magic is what I was confusing it with. Yeah, detect magic is the one that's like just the school school of Brock. Also, how have they not made that a bard subclass yet? Yeah, I don't Oh, know. Jack Black's been that's suing so easy. Wizards of the Coast for years. They've been tied up in court about that for a long <laughs> time. Litigation savage. <laughs> It's just him and Kyle Gass singing Tenacious yeah. D songs to filibuster just to like slow down the process. Um, He's actually just been fighting the ghost of Gary Gygax for years, and they just they've come to like it's just a constant blows contest. I'm oh, you can already I can already hear the best class in the world. I'm probably <laughs> gonna have to get back to you on some of this, to be honest. That's fair. Um, That's fair. I have an idea on some of the things. Um, but if you basically get to learn everything about this thing, 
I truthfully hadn't necessarily written them all down. So <laughs> I like the honesty. I can ask you uh, questions that I would be more interested in too once sure. you send over first batch, but um, more interested in the test that is whether or not I can cast a spell right now. Sounds like that's a yes, so... It is a yes. Oof. So once Junior gets flooded with all this information, which you'll tell me later, uh, I think you see just like a big giant grin go across his face like he's solved a math problem that's been plaguing the universe for years. And uh, in a sigh of relief, he just like faints into the door <laughs> just like falls back into the door that's like got the bed pad on it and he just like falls asleep sitting up like against the door uh yeah he's he's he, i almost died or almost went down that was so bad if i was any race besides goliath junior was done would, oh yeah would would Feltus have uh heard like that <laughs> would hear him like collapse against the door I guess. Wouldn't have been quiet. So probably. Yeah. I think that Feltis would look to, to Relic and would you mind giving me a hand? I believe that whether or not the test was successful or not, I think that we've Junior has found the limits of his endurance. Yeah. We probably shouldn't let him sleep on the bathroom floor. Probably not, especially after we've heard what Kilron has done in there over the over the year he's been here. It seemed rather intact after he told me earlier that he blew it up. God, I'm so sad Junior's asleep. <laughs> my my fine metal friend. You have much to learn, but I'm proud of what you've learned already. And I think Beltus would move to try to gingerly open the door and uh, proceed to try to, with Relic's assistance, get Junior to his bed and tuck him in. Oh, yeah. Do we get him? Is it an in-swing or outswing? <laughs> Are we, like, pushing the door against the Goliath? I think it's an outswing. Sure. Okay. So just thump. <laughs> <laughs> what am I like 385 pounds or something, Bobby? I can't remember what my exact number was, but I'm a I'm a unit. All of Feltus it. is relying boy. quite a lot on Relic's strength for this because there is uh um I think I'm a negative one. Pretty sure I'm a negative with, one. That sounds right. Without armor too. Yeah. So um mostly pretending. Uh, Eltis would uh, would try to help uh, Relic uh, if Relic is is wanting to help uh, to get get oh yeah for sure uh, get Junior into his into his bed like I said and then, and tuck him in nicely and just well thank you for <laughs> giving us a bit of hope in this place that up until now has been. Pretty, pretty dark. So, sleep tight, and I think that there will be plenty to do in the morning. 
Good. And I think that that is a great place to leave our our characters for the night. They find rest in the first glimpse of freedom in a good handful of days. Our heroes have endured much. There's still much uncertainty, but there have been some big question marks have been answered tonight, and we'll just have to find out next time on Almost Heroes. Thank you for listening to the Almost Heroes and their mostly 5th edition D&D adventures. We post new podcast episodes every Monday, and you can catch us live on Twitch every Tuesday at 7 p.m. PST at twitch.tv slash bangerangbobby. See you there.